I want to talk about uh, twining vines tonight. That's a good uh, basic solid Zen story, Zen lesson. It, uh, it got me thinking about uh, an old Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, they had a character on Saturday Night Live in the early days called um, Father Guido Sarducci. And he had this uh, ongoing skit about the five-minute university, that, that he would give you a degree from the five-minute university, which is everything a college student remembers five years after they graduate from college can be taught in five minutes. So, uh, so the one of the things that I remember about uh, one of my old physics classes was about um, bosons and fermions. And uh, I remember very little else about my physics classes. Um, I think the only reason I remembered this one was because I liked, I liked the term boson, bozos, bosons. <laughs> but uh, all particles uh, are either bosons or fermions. Uh, bosons are particles that can get close together. They flow together. They move together. Um, and fermions are particles that pretty much have to stand a distance from each other. They kind of repel each other. And, uh, and like our, our electrons that cause the lights to go on, they're bosons. I think of uh, when we flip the light switch on, uh, it's like kids going down a water slide, wee, all the way to turn the lights on. So it's a whole bunch of kids going down the slide and finally the lights go on. So the electrons are bosons and protons pretty much stand apart. Uh, they stabilize at a certain distance far away from each other. So, um, so the, the image then that I wanna create is that us, us human beings are bosons. We exist because we are constantly in relationship. We're constantly moving together, whether it looks like it or not, we're constantly moving together. So, um, so that's kind of the main point of, of the twining vines. Um, uh, the traditional way of looking at twining vines are, um, you know, these things that we're connected to so much are kind of complications. They're kind of stuff to be analyzed and maybe clipped away the bad parts. Uh, we clip away those twining vines that are causing us suffering, that are causing us complications 
um, that cause other people suffering. We clip them away. Um, uh, like, like, uh, like our ego, you know, we, we look at our ego quite a bit in our meditation. And there's parts of me that just, that just irritate me and they certainly irritate others. And so if I really wanted to reduce suffering, I'd take a look at, at at least parts of that ego and see if I couldn't kind of get rid of it. Uh, or, or, you know, gosh, family. Uh, we're always kind of enmeshed in our families and there's always family members that we're in a quandary with. Uh, maybe we should just look deeply into ourselves and try to figure out um, the roots of that discord. I, I mean, my gosh, all, all of Western psychology is based on looking deeply into our old family relationships. Uh, looking into the places that, uh, that we had trauma and, uh, and maybe looking at them with our adult eyes rather than our childhood eyes. We can uh, have a new understanding. We can clarify or we can clip those, clip those um, traumas, those relationships uh, at the root so that we can form newer, wholesome relationships. Um, so that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of what um, one interpretation of twining vines are. There are complications in our life that um, we practice to uh, maybe get rid of so that we're just this beautiful rose standing upright, strong, bright and colorful, right in the middle of the garden uh, with, with none of those irritating weeds uh, <laughs> or, or other plants around us. We've gotten rid of all of that so that uh, we can just be this, um, this beautiful singular rose um, in the garden of our life. What, what's that rose that, that you like, Liz? The, the John the 23rd rose? Pope John Paul. Pope John Paul. Uh, we can be the Pope John Paul rose. That uh, could because we've cleared, we've cleared everything away. Um, So Dogen takes a look at this idea of the, the, the complications in our life, the vines and the weeds that we're all tangled up with. He called and he writes an essay um, <clears throat> about it called uh, Twining Vines, Kato, um, Kato, is actually the Japanese word for wisteria, um, which we know is a, a twining vine. You know, I've got one wisteria at my house. It's been there for decades. 
it is just, it comes out of one trunk in the ground, but it wraps around two sides of my house in mm. both directions. And it's nothing but a gnarl of vines. Um, it's pulling down the rafters, actually. I've got to figure out what to do about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, there's, it's certainly true that the, the, the wisteria, even when there's only one of them, mm -hmm. is a twining, twisted, entangled vine. So uh, Dogen writes about this idea of twining vines. And he goes more with the, the lesson about bosons. That, um, you know, if it's the nature of electrons just to flow down that wire from, from positive pole to positive pole, from negative pole to positive pole, if, if it's the nature of, of those bosons to the electrons to just flow together, um, Dogen says that that's our very nature. And that, um, and that there's, it's hard to find, if you really look, it's hard to find this self that I usually call Patrick or that self that we usually call Stan or that help self that we usually call Sarah. It's hard to find Patrick or Stan or Sarah without all of the vines around them, without all of the relationships um, that we have had in our life. Um, the vines are tangling nature is actually what makes this, this human, what makes this self, is what makes, is what helps form the ego. Um, so Dogen says, um, our practice is not to cut away parts that we don't like, mm -hmm. but to really know that all of the parts are what make up this self. And that this self is nothing but all the parts. Um, you know, I might think of, uh, of uh, you know, my, uh, my family. Uh, my, my, my parents are gone now. My, my two brothers and I are, are still all here. And, uh, uh, you, you know, I, uh, certainly I can tell myself, uh, you know, without my parents, without Florence and John Teverbaugh, uh, there wouldn't be this self. And, and I'm, still, I'm still working with them. Mm -hmm. I'm st they're still uh, very much uh, a part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I can think of, um, of uh, you know, romances in my, in my years of being a human on the, on the earth. Would I be uh, this person that, that we can all recognize now without uh, uh, those romances, even as long or as short as they may have been, uh, they kind of built this, uh, they were part of the 
twining vines of my life, that I'm, I'm not separate now. Hey, you know, and then, then I can think of, uh, uh, you know, is there ever a time that I'm this kind of single rose, even today that I've got this idea about, about this twining vines. And, you know, I'm, I'm sort of engaged with, with everybody here at the Zen Center. I'm engaged with my brothers uh, so intimately. I'm engaged with uh, all the friends that I've that I have uh, in this town and other towns. So there's there's no there's no separating um, this thing that I think of as Patrick from all of the people and from all of the the experiences and lessons in my life. It's one big twining vine, twining vine. Like like uh, you know we did um, we did walking meditation just a few minutes ago. And that whole back fence is, is a vine. And, you know, there's probably not more than a half a dozen actual plants mm -hmm. that go into the ground. But we, we, whenever we look at those, at the back fence, we don't say, oh, there's a bunch of plants there. <laughs> there's just the whole works. There's that whole entangled mess of actually it's a, what do they say? Something about I've insulted it by calling it a mess. Um, it's, it's a beautiful fence of a very healthy vine, but it's, it's kind of one thing. It's the whole thing. And, uh, and uh, you can't tell one leaf from another. Can't tell. Oh, this is this is from that that plant that starts out on the left, and this is that plant that starts out on the right. You just never talk about about that um, wall of ivy mm -hmm. as anything but mm -hmm. the whole works. So in that sense, um, <clears throat> in that sense, uh, uh, that's how we can. That's how we can think of ourselves, not as this individual that's sitting over here and is sometimes in my house over in that part of town, but, but think of ourselves as nothing but that wall of ivy that is intimately connected to every other, every other plant, every other being at all times. And that's kind of what, what we do with our practice. That's kind of what we do uh, here in 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 our uh, in our meditation, as we um, as we uh, curl up our legs, you know, mimic, mimicking the twining vines. Mm -hmm. We curl up our legs, and uh, we kind of drop that idea that I'm this, you know, singular, elegant rose out in the middle of the garden. We drop that idea of singularity uh, that is viewing uh, the rest of the world. And we just become the reality that is, is one thing. We just become one breath, an in-breath and an out-breath that contains all things. And that's what Dogen says that uh, is the our true nature 
is the reality is that we're these twining finds. There's no singular isolated self. It's just twining minds. I'll actually read you a little bit where he kind of gives the whole story, the uh, both parts there, and we'll, we'll talk about that later. But but this there isn't this this unique self that's negotiating the world. There is only the the wall of ivy, the twining vines. That is the reality of our existence. So Dogen, <clears throat> the essay that Dogen writes that's called Twining Vines is uh, pretty much about, um, it, it, says, it says pretty much what, what I've just said, but he does it in the context of a, of a, of a, a teacher-student relationship. Um, and he uses the story of um, the first uh, ancestor in China, Bodhidharma, mm -hmm. and his uh, four senior students. Um, and he, uh, he asks the students to express their understanding of, uh, of the reality of, of, uh, of all things. Um, of Buddhism, and one by one, they they say a short line of uh, of their understanding. And to the first one, he says, uh, "You you have you, you have attained my skin." And the next one, "You have attained my flesh." And then you have attained my bones, and you have attained my marrow mm -hmm. and that's not Dogen, Dogen didn't say, tell that story that's an old story of Bodhidharma you know who was um, many generations in our family tree and our twining vines uh, before Dogen. Dogen didn't, didn't, didn't say this story but the, 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 the common understanding of that story or the original understanding perhaps was that that first student that kind of a shallow understanding of the nature of all things. So that student got, you know, the skin, the surface, the surface layer. And it was that student that got the marrow that had the deepest understanding. Mm -hmm. But Dogen, Dogen doesn't want us to hear it that way. Dogen wants, wants, wants the, the story to be that, uh, that in this, student-teacher relationship, or in this relationship that we've got with all people, we're giving our whole bodies to this relationship. And they're giving their whole bodies to uh, the relation, their, their relationship with, with me. Uh, so Dogen says, it's the whole works, this is, these are my terms now, the whole works, the whole bodies uh, giving to each other. Dogen does say in here, in, in the Twining Vines, he says, um, the teacher hides their body in the student. And the student 
hides their body in the teacher. Mm -hmm. So that it's not about um, the best response or the best student or you know who sat without forming. It's, uh, it's our wholehearted giving of our bodies to uh, this relationship, to this moment, to this uh, breath. Um, and uh, and of course, that's another metaphor for this practice of um, uh, we don't we don't have these individual unique bodies. We are just always completely each other's body, each other's life. Um, uh, Dogen wants us to know that. Um, that uh, about the, the non-duality of our consciousness, of our, of our life, of our breath, um, the no separation, as if you could separate you know, one plant from the other mm -hmm. on that wall of ivy. Dogen wants us to know that we can't separate one person from another in this life, that we're all intimate that we're all um, each other's true body. Um, sometimes, of course, um, sometimes, you know, for instance, uh, uh, it was my turn to give the, the talk tonight. So, um, so, uh, so this body, you know, had to do a little, had to do a little studying over the last couple of days. So sometimes I'm doing this, this singular thing, but, but of course, um, this thing that I thought, okay, now I've got to say a few words about twining vines and I'll, I'll look and see what Dogen said in his essay. But, you know, what, what I'm connected to, uh, in this thing that kind of looks like it's me sitting sitting in my uh, in my my uh, office at home, uh, it kind of looks that way. But but it's really I'm I'm uh, directed towards this book by by uh, Catherine Thanos Roshi, uh, you know the teacher that uh, was here when I first came here and and uh, ordained me. Uh, so she's part of the, she, we're all tangled up together. Uh, 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 and um, and uh, I think of all the, I think of, you know, her teachers that, that taught her about the twining vines. I think of all the, <clears throat> you know, uh, Catherine uh, taught us the twining vines in, 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 uh, in a class. And uh, you know all of the people, all the input from those Dharma students at the time that that kind of helped my understanding of twining vines. Many of them are are still right here. Uh, many of them have moved on other places. But 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 those are another another um, what should we call it? Another grouping of vines that have contributed to this, this event that I'm thinking of is maybe kind of a particularity, but, but is, is too nothing but an expression 
of the twining binds. Mm -hmm. you, you know, and, and that's, a, you know, I'm sure that in, in Bible classes down the street, it's much the same way. You know, we have, we have our book group here, our study group uh, over breakfast once a week. And that's definitely uh, sitting around the table and then the people on the screen, um, you know, they're, they're vines that we're all, that we're all entwisted with. Uh, and, and if we have some understanding of that entanglement uh, from Dogen and from each other, you know, Dogen says that's, that's our enlightenment. That's our enlightenment when we can really say um, that, uh, that um, this isn't my understanding. This is the understanding of the twining vines that uh, make up life as we know it. Um, let's see where I am here. Dogen uh, says, teacher and student practice mutually. This is twining vines of Buddha ancestors. Twining vines of Buddha ancestors is the life stream of skin, flesh, bones, and marrow. Um, you know, the, the Dogen, this comes right after when Dogen says that the, the teacher is hiding their body inside the student and the student is hiding their body inside the teacher. Then comes teacher and disciple practice mutually. This is twining vines of the Buddha ancestors. Um, uh, uh, Dogen, Dogen didn't say it in this essay, but um, he's always quoting the Lotus Sutra that says um, uh, it's only a Buddha with another Buddha that really knows the intimate nature of our being, that really, that really knows the true nature of reality. So, um, so even um, generations before Dogen with the writing of the, of the Lotus Sutra, there's this idea that, that, um, that there's always relationship. There's, there's nothing without relationship. Dogen goes on to say, um, um, you should study further. The seeds of the twining vines have the power of dropping away body. Branches, leaves, flowers, and fruit of twining vines do and do not interpenetrate one another. Thus, Buddha ancestors appear and the fundamental point is actualized. Thus, meaning in this way, um, the twining vines, um, that's the appearance of, of the Buddha ancestors. That's the true nature of, of, of reality. Um, 
is actualized when we remember that we are twining vines. We've dropped away body. <clears throat> that means that you can't, um, you can't take a look at one of those leaves out there and say, oh, this belongs to, to, that, to that root and this belongs to that root. Um, when we practice in this way, when we understand in this way, we're dropping away uh, these individual bodies and, and living our true body of um, wholeness, of intimacy, of no separation. This is our practice. This is our understanding of true nature. And, uh, and this is the reality of our, our of life, of, of life. Maybe I can stop here. Yeah, it's about, about, about there. Um, Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I talk a lot about wholeness um, and uh, uh, our Zen practice or our Zen literature, maybe I should say, um, uh, really moves into the world of metaphor and poetry. Uh, I think that's one of the uh, because because we can't it's hard to really uh, speak directly towards uh, to um, no separation and not uh, not one not two it's hard to um, find the exact words for that and our literature uh, in Zen gives us metaphors and gives us poetry that moves us towards um, that understanding. Uh, and then, you know, when we get up off this cushion, we don't get up and say, uh, well, I had, a, I had a few good minutes there of uh, the understanding of uh, the true nature of all things, uh, because that's not how we abide in that understanding. Um, uh, it doesn't come to us with words. It, uh, uh, Suzuki, Suzuki Roshi, the founder of San Francisco Zen Center, said uh, we get um, postcards from enlightenment um, after our meditation. We get a little message that, uh, that uh, we're pointed in the right direction. We get a little postcard. Um, so, uh, so we, we talk in, and teach maybe in metaphors and poetry. And, uh, and this, uh, the twining vines was the, the image, the metaphor of today, uh, because we just, we just were inches from those twining vines against the wall. We know exactly what that is. And, uh, and can we uh, kind of expand our understanding of this body uh, with our sitting, 
with our walking, with our chanting, um, that helps us expand to, to say that, oh, that's, that's exactly how we are as well, how we are, uh, not to differentiate us from those, those that ivy. So uh, maybe you've got your own metaphor that helps you, uh, that helps you uh, move through the day uh, in no separation or intimacy. Um, uh, what would that um, metaphor be? Um, what would that experience be? Uh, Stan and then Suchitra. Uh, the air we breathe, I'm breathing some of your air and probably I said as you're breathing some of mine. Oh, yeah. um, and just the idea that interbeing, as Tikhon Han talked about, we inter are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's no separation because we're all intertwined with all the water and, and we all go back to the Big Bang and start us from to become the planet Earth and then life on planet Earth and it needs all the, the food and love and yeah. You know, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, it, 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 that's that's just so clear. I mean, the whole world right now yeah. is in a heat warming. Yeah, I know. And you know what? There's nothing separating the whole world now. No. Uh, today I was thinking, oh yeah, you know, uh, I, I went the, the 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 Amazon rainforest has been cut down so much. You know, maybe that's causing it. Or maybe that's a, that's a part of this yeah. big heat wave. And, you know, then I got to thinking, well, gee, maybe, you know, I drove around my 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 66 Volkswagen bug for a, a <laughs> decade. That probably caused a lot of global warming, too. I mean, I, I, it's, I, I'm, I'm intimate. It's not just far away no. that, that is, uh, it, it's, 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 it's us. Mm -hmm. I mean, not only global warming, yes, but, but we have to think of, of the whole world as, yes. as us mm -hmm. rather than that's happening there, that's mm -hmm. happening there. And we're lucky that we don't have the fires this year, but we, we certainly yeah. did a few years ago. So, so thank you. That's a, that's a good, well, let, let me move yeah, on. Okay, yeah. but, 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 but mm -hmm. thank, thank you for yeah. reminding us mm -hmm. of, of that kind of intimacy, mm -hmm. not just with each other, but with the environment with, with all beings, Suchitra and then Liz. Um, this is just something that came to mind and probably someone here knows what came from mind. I, I, it's from a Dharma talk I heard it might have been Leslie James and somewhere in there and it might have been Billy um, talking about Electrical's tapestry and we can't pull a thread without it. Affecting the whole week. Yeah, you can zero in and say, well, that's a beautiful green that's going through there. Yeah. But you can't separate that from the rest of the world. So that's what Doug meant when he said. And he said, 
the branches, flowers, and the fruits of trying vines do and do not interpenetrate yes. one another. That we can admire a single a single uh, leaf that might be turning a color according to the season, but it's still the whole works. Liz. I really appreciate how uh, we uh, come to sit in the memorial in the evening. Um, we are in the same room together. We each bring something. And, uh, and, and it's uh, and uh, sometimes we feel really harmonious, and other times there's some little bit of friction. But um, it's, it's such a gift to have a place to come where we do come uh, with open hearts. So just we're gonna we're meet, gonna mingle with our fellow Southerners, you know. And it's uh, it's a very nice opportunity. Yeah. And one more, which is um, uh, in my front yard, I planted a sycamore tree, and I also. Planted around the same time, uh, planted a little tiny willow tree that was a uh, uh, something that I weeded out of Tosa Island. I was on a garden crew on a weekend there, and I, I pulled out this willow because we were weeding, and then I looked at it and had a root on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I could keep this, this little willow tree. And uh, a friend who was there, Rain, actually said, Oh, yeah, I think that would be useful. Uh, you can take that home. I have some pots and potty mix in my truck. So I brought it home uh, and I planted it next to the sycamore. And for a long time, I looked at the sycamore and I thought, Oh, it's so interesting. It's growing upright and it, it has one branch way out to the side. I thought, wow, I wonder if I should prune that or something to give it balance. And then uh, a couple years later, you stand back and the willow is right next to the sycamore trunk and it goes like this to the right. And the sycamore branch exactly mirrors it to the left. <laughs> and uh, so they're, they're in such harmony. And I've always thought of it like really working together. Yeah. Tonight I was thinking, I wonder if there's ever any tension. <laughs> it looks so beautiful. <laughs> challenges sometimes too. Yeah. But uh, it's just, it would be a stunning uh, art piece, the yeah. photograph, especially with the store, you can see the branch. It's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how to bring us a picture on your phone yeah. sometimes. But, but in, 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 uh, to, to speak to that, I mean, uh, you know, we yeah, all experience tension with the twining vines, mm -hmm. the other vine mates that we have. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, what, what a different experience it might be to resolve that tension uh, from the spirit of that intimacy, mm -hmm. you know, rather than the, the spirit of your crown on my side. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you're treading on my my turf, uh, or you're treading on my idea. Uh, so uh, so we can even resolve. We can either we can even um, 
acknowledge tension and resolve tension from this, from this, uh, the reality of, of intimacy. And resolving difficulty from the standpoint of no separation. Anyone on the screen have some thoughts? Shakti has her hand up. Oh, no, her hand is up. Shakti. Hi. So this is really interesting. Um, I've actually... We're, we're not hearing you, Shakti. Hold, oh, hold on. Should I turn it up? I'm unmuted. I've got the glasses on. Hold on, Shakti. We've we've got this going here. And then try now. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Oh boy. So this, um, what you're discussing is really interesting because I'm actually been preparing a presentation for the Earth Care Group. And I was referring to your concept of the whole works because I'm writing about this interdependence and and a non-separation um and this um so yeah it's like um i feel like this is really the core understanding of what we're practicing in that there really is no separation. I mean, we may create those separations, but essentially there isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then, then we remember. Maybe we remember when, when the separation becomes too painful. Uh, may, maybe we remember when we hear that mindfulness bell of, mm -hmm. of suffering, we say, let me take a look at this again. Let me let me see if I can't understand this uh, in a more holistic way. Right, and um, and then the concept of equanimity, as well, being um, well, I've been dealing with a lot of pain. In lately, because I broke my or I fractured my femur bone, oh. that's, that, that's why I didn't come to the meeting yesterday. I I'm in the hospital, but then I figured out I could zoom in. But I was on such heavy medications, I don't think I would have been any use. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sounding pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm probably pretty low on my dose right now. So they they made it so I wouldn't be loopy. 
Um, yeah, but, um, but, you know, that, that is also a process of, you know, being with everything, you know, the whole works. And if you're with the whole works, then the pain is only a little part of that. And, and what is pain, but it's really just uh, sharpness or, you know, I think that's mainly, mainly, mainly how I describe it is intense sharpness. Mm-hmm. And if you just kind of describe things that way, then you get rid of the, all of the attachments to that. You know, you're not, you're not describing it by your emotional response. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, and 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 thank you for zooming in tonight in the middle of of uh, all of that, in the middle of uh, waking up from pain meds, and and uh, many many thanks, many thanks. Yeah, I I shooed away the nurse so that I could listen to the Dharma talk, but it it was interrupting my meditation a little. It's, you know, it's about dodging the nurses and everybody who wants to come visit me. But the real, you know, the real challenge, because I have a room now, but I was in the emergency room and that is quite the experience of oneness because you're because I was really feeling people are coming in there in very desperate situations so I was feeling and hearing the pain of all of the neighbors I had and there was only a curtain well actually for the first part I was in the hallway I had the hallway room so I was seeing and hearing all of the distress. And that was quite the experience, you know, of just being in the midst of it all. You know, there was no, there was definitely no separation, literally no separation. Oh, Shakti, what a bodhisattva. Yes. <laughs> thank, thank you for... Uh... Yes. for uh, telling us your situation and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's all about twining vines or it's all about wholeness it's like uh, you, you, you can pick your metaphor uh, uh, you're, you're in the midst of it thank you very much mm-hmm. thank you very much well um, May we face towards wholeness. May we face towards open-heartedness. May we face towards intimacy in all of our activities. Beings are numberless. I vow to save men. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. 
Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. Delusions 